0: Hail our fair Riverdale. Register.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale. I bumped the microphone. You bumped the microphone. Hold on. Is the microphone okay. okay? How do we sound? We sound okay, but I fucked it up, and now I'm insecure. Oh my god. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin.
0: My name is John, and, and I welcome. am I am Knuff.
1: Oh, you're enough You are Knuff. I love Barbie. Did you love Barbie?
0: It was like they took the song Fit Hot Guys Have Problems yes. too from Crazy mm-hmm. girlfriend and just extrapolated a whole movie out of that. That is so true. Yeah. I
1: really love that movie. You I know, made the great. joke
0: with my roommates. It's like, oh, we're going to see Barbenheimer today, and you know what that means. Two movies about the same thing. Men.
1: Destroying the world? <laughs> just men. <laughs> yeah. No, it's honest. honestly, I thought that... I kind of want to see Barbie again, but it was a very profound movie. And I know that there is like some like, not controversy, but you know, like complaining from like the right wing nut jobs kind of thing. What are you
0: talking about? Review bombing?
1: Not review bombing, but just like complaining, you know? Oh no. Right. I I don't care. It's what
0: gives us power, right? Sure. (laughs) I'm fueled by this.
1: But it's just so funny because I was honestly kind of surprised that it wasn't getting more. It's a very, um, I think in a lot of ways, radical movie have been made by a big studio
0: i agree i think it's pretty impressive that greta gerwig and noah Baumbach got away with putting all of that into barbie agreed at the same time i do think it's interesting that they kind of portray mattel as bumbling fools to kind of let them off the hook
1: Interesting. You mean because it is a Mattel movie? I mean, Mattel's making like a billion dollars. Correct. So, Mattel's yeah. making
0: money off of it, but also for all of the complaints about what Barbie has or has not done for women in society. Yeah. The movie takes the blame away from the corporation that creates and distributes and all of that and kind of leaves it up in the air of just like, well, Barbie's not responsible for Barbie you're not responsible for barbie (laughs) barbie exists and she reflects what you put on her
1: that's interesting yeah i know what you're saying i actually did a project in school about ruth handler who no spoilers but is a big part of the movie is the creator of barbie Mm -hmm. and how you know the unrealistic expectations of barbie as like a body image icon and stuff like that and i forget what this was a long time ago but i forget the exact thing but I think like her daughter developed like an eating disorder or something like that and always felt like she had to compare herself to Barbie and there is like some darker stuff than I think that the movie touched upon in the actual history of Barbie. And at the same time yeah. they
0: do the like oh the ghost is over here on the Right. Right. <laughs> <Raya> Perlman. <laughs> like, like, I Perlman I, <laughs> I, I actually adore the decision to like not really explain those things and just kind yeah. of let it be a little bit fantastical you know, oh, what, is Barbie Land a dimension or a place? It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me, exactly. Because sure, exactly. <laughs>
1: if you over explained it, it would just feel so complicated that not <clears throat> explaining it makes more sense. Right.
0: But the, that's like the kind of, I feel like the kind of people who are like, this movie sucks, are the kind yeah. of people who's like, I need to know what Barbie Land is. I need the rules. A Barbie right. land makes sense.
1: <laughs> well, I like there's a part of the movie where the, the girl, uh, Sasha, who by the way represents Bratz dolls. Did you know I, I just learned that today. I think TikTok. that's amazing. Um,
0: which is funny because you know they're going you know to make a Bratz movie.
1: There's already been a Bratz movie. And, a live action Bratz movie? Yeah, I can't believe you don't know this.
0: Yet. In theaters?
1: Yeah. It's called Bratz.
0: Is it? I swear
1: to God. It's called Bratz and it's with Janelle Parrish from Pretty Little Liars. And well, they're just friends. I guess that solves that problem for me. Well it's not a Mattel I've been dreading
0: that movie since Barbie came out, but now that I know it already exists.
1: Well it's not a Mattel movie. It's um it's a different company entirely. Does
0: it have anything to do with the dolls, or is that movie called Brats with an S? No, it it's it,
1: it's about the dolls. It's not about the it's about the characters the dolls represent. It's not they're not dolls. Like it's not like Barbie is a doll but also a person. It's right. they're not dolls. Right.
0: Isn't that kind of the interesting thing of like some toys have lore, yeah. right? Brats, they are named characters. Yeah, Same lore. with Transformers. Yeah. And then they get these movies or TV shows or whatever. Barbie has never had any of that. Yeah. And no. yet that's what allows that movie to be so powerful and all-encompassing, is because it's not having to keep to any kind of canon.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this though, because I was thinking about Polly Pocket and how that's a movie, and I was like, there's. If of... it's not, it will be. Well, it is with Lena Dunham directing and Lily Collins starring, and oh, I'm not. Oh, that's. That a weird choice ooh that's
0: okay Um,
1: it's gonna be a better woman I like one of those
0: people in that role
1: (laughs) and just don't even elaborate which (laughs) I think I think that the issue for me is like yes there is there is no lore with Barbie but there is like like it's so huge as an IP but Polly Pocket while people did play with Polly Pocket growing up like the whole thing Polly Pocket was like she had like fun accessories and they were small and they were small and it was like kind of fun to like put them on because they were like made of rubber. But there's no connection. I think the thing is like people have a connection with Barbie that they probably don't have with Polly, Bar- like, Polly Pocket. Right. Barbie like, means what? something
0: to my mom.
1: Right. And she means something to you.
0: And she yeah. means something to the girls I live with. It's every, every girl has this and, and because it's been just multi-generational every woman has, like, a a, a relationship with Barbie.
1: Right, and I feel like Polly Pocket doesn't, there's not, that's not a thing.
0: She's small Barbie.
1: Right, she's small Barbie, (laughs) exactly. Small Barbie, but, like, I don't think about Polly Pocket. Right. I'm like, I had a Polly Pocket. I played with a Polly Pocket. I can remember a distinct memory of, like, going on a play date and playing with Polly Pocket. I don't care about Polly Pocket. I feel like. Yeah.
0: I don't, I, there's, like, no boy version of a Polly Pocket. No. But it does feel like the idea of like the pocket toy thing quickly yeah. became like the tamagotchi or like the oh, digital pet kind of deal. Yeah.
1: I liked Tamagotchi. Those were fun. Those like just we just like one day just never picked them up again though. Think about that a lot. They went away and that was it.
0: Yeah. Unless you're mm-hmm. Cosmo's girlfriend.
1: Oh, she still has them. Every now and then. Ding 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 ding. ding huh. You just got
0: got to feed my.
1: I mean, look, that's commitment and that's love and that's beautiful. That's great. Yeah. That's <laughs> beautiful. I realized that we have a podcast about Riverdale. We have a podcast about <laughs>
0: Riverdale. Hey, did our uh, friends in the audience have any comments so about our podcast about Riverdale?
1: We got one question, because I did post it late, just from Jay, which was, does Riverdale know that this is the end of Riverdale? I don't know if yeah. anyone
0: has told them. I yeah. Think. I think. I, we're <laughs> rapidly getting to that frame in mind where it's like that final episode is going to do a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. It will probably feel incredible to watch. And, and you won't, you'll like leave on a high where you won't be thinking about how much time was wasted here, but it, it, it may ultimately feel like you could do the first and last episode of the season and and cover the experience. Yeah.
1: Though I do really love the, like every episode, I'm like, this is fun. I'm having a nice time. We have like a couple of
0: good episodes. It's just so directionless. Yes.
1: Even, even the romance
0: plots, what is going on with Veronica right now? Oh my
1: God. Uh... Veronica?
0: She's a mess. She's
1: back, buggy. But also,
0: yeah, but also Veronica. Oh, yeah, you know? they
1: kind of, I guess we're just gonna. We're pretend, just not
0: doing that anymore. We're not I doing guess. that anymore.
1: I did think that these last two episodes should have been flipped in the order. I thought that this episode should have come before. Because
0: this one deals right. Well, this one should have been right after the comic book thing. Yeah. The, it's the musical strange. could have been after this and it would have been fine. Right. Although I guess, and and then that would have actually had more things to want to say about Archie at that exact point in time. Kind
1: of a lot of questions about what's going on with Archie. Woohoo! Yeah.
0: This is chapter 133.
1: Stag. Cable's been doing this for 133 episodes. This is crazy. Do you want to know what the episode title is about?
0: Is it from anything or have they just stopped doing that
1: now? No, no, no. It is from something. They're
0: like, Stag. It's conceptually an animal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> an animal. No, so it's actually a movie. And it's, okay. So this is a 1977. No, it's not. It's a 1997 thriller called Stag. Yes. Andrew McCarthy, Kevin Dillon, Who? Taylor Dane, a bunch I of know other Taylor people. Taylor Dane. Somebody named Mario Van Peoples. Um, People's Peebles with two E's Peebles P e e b l e. That's a fun name Yeah it's a fun name I've never heard of him Basically this is a movie About a bachelor party That goes wrong When um, Like a stripper Is killed So it seems like It's an accident Like there's an accidental death of a stripper um, Just like in
0: this episode Of Riverdale
1: Just Right exactly <laughs> Famously The funny thing is If that Does that sound familiar That plot it
0: Sounds like Weekend at Bernie's
1: Okay, so there sure we get our burnies, which is not about a stripper, but is about somebody who accidentally dies and they have to cover it up. No, wait,
0: wait, what? Hold on, wasn't there a movie recently with women with like? Thank uh, you. Uh, yes. Uh, what's her name from uh, Scrooge? Hansen? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon doing an accent. Kate
1: McKinnon. So that movie is Rough Night. Mm-hmm. Similar plot, and so I was like, oh, I, is Rough Night an adaptation of Stag? No, it's not an adaptation of anything. But basically, what happened was there's another movie called Very Bad Night or Very Bad Things which is also about the exact same thing like Stripper gets like accidentally killed and it's like wacky hijinks the suit. and that movie was written at the same time as Stag and they were just separate movies that just happened to be about the exact same thing and then Rough Night is kind of like a riff a more comedic, women-focused.
0: Carla Johansson in No Good, Very Bad Night.
1: Right, exactly. So I actually loved Rough Night. I thought it was really funny and very underrated. But I also think it's interesting. It being a male stripper who was killed does make it feel like a lot less icky than it being like a sex worker who is killed, who is a woman. It just, He's a sex worker too. I know. It just feels different. Like you know, there's just like so much violence against like women, sex workers in movies. That, like, for it to be, like, the... Oh, no! How does she die in that movie? Don't remember. Oh, well, one of the... In one of the movies, she's, like, having, like, rough sex and is, like, killed. And I don't know how. And I didn't feel like exploring further. Mm -hmm. And the other one, it was, like, an accident. Like, she falls on the ground or something. Mm -hmm. So it's not, like... Right. It's not, like... Well, the second one, the first one I mentioned doesn't maybe, seem great.
0: Maybe, yes. yes. The second one uh, is objectively not violence against right, women. Right no. no. And how does the male stripper die in Rough Night?
1: No idea, don't remember.
0: <clears throat> Interesting.
1: I think it was an accident, though. I think every in every case of movies where somebody dies by accident, my first thought is, why don't you go to the police? I mean, don't get me wrong. There are reasons not to go to the police. It's not that I objectively trust the police. But in these movies, I'm always just like, it just feels like, if you told the police the truth in this moment in the context of the world of the movie it would have been a lot easier than you tying yourself into knots in this way it's like they don't know
0: they're in a comedy
1: right exactly they should have said something but anyway stag
0: written by ryan uh terabon or terabon uh this is their second episode ever of riverdale they wrote last season's things that go bump in the night
1: when things went bump in the night is it I don't remember.
0: Well, let's find out. I have no idea. You're just saying things. I just, I've
1: always just said things, Don, and I'm not sure why you just noticed. Well,
0: usually the titles are accurate to what happened in the episode. After failing to get Pops declared a historical landmark, Hmm. Tabitha enlists Archie's help saving the diner from Percival. This is actually, we've actually done this. We've forgotten this exact episode <laughs> earlier this season. Is
1: this when they had to redo pops? I
0: think so. Yeah, and they
1: had to put it in. A,
0: they they moved it inside yeah. of uh, Archie's uh, uh, gym that is now a basketball or yeah basketball gym.
1: Yeah, and so there was no there's no kitchen though. I was just thinking why wouldn't
0: of course there's a kitchen.
1: I guess, but like why would a basketball why would a boxing gym have a kitchen? It would have a full service kitchen. What do you mean they just moved it over? I can't I don't I don't know if you could just move a stove. Like Why I Why wouldn't they? I don't know, John. I don't Are know. you saying
0: Riverdale is unrealistic?
1: I'm starting to believe that hundred and thirty-three <laughs> episodes in I don't know, I can't I can't quite my, put my finger on it, but something just does not sit right with the reality of this world. I think you're crazy. Thank you, John.
0: This episode was directed by Rob Seidenglance. They previously did the episode The Town. Oh. From last season.
1: I love the movie The Town.
0: So this one is about, after learning that Percival Pickens is behind a blistering article calling Riverdale the worst town in America. Remember when that was a big deal for everyone? Right. He wrote this article. Hey, this guy sucks. Yeah. Archie comes up with a plan to prove him (laughs) wrong. Meanwhile, after the town council goes after their casino, right, Mm. because it was... He's calling it the worst town in America because of this fucking casino. Right. <laughs> Veronica and Reggie decide they're going to do everything on the up and up moving forward. Finally, Britta makes a risky move to help Cheryl. Who's Britta? Oh my god, oh
1: my god Britta! Britta! Archie's <laughs> daughter, Britta? Oh
0: my god, what could have been? It
1: really feels like this is from a different time. <laughs> That's a
0: different show.
1: Insane.
0: Yeah. We Crazy. Got four o'clock <laughs> this
1: week. Okay, hmm.
0: We got, we got porn.
1: Yeah, I want to start with porn, I think, but keep going. We got burlesque. Okay, I love that. That was fun. We have art. I don't remember art. Oh, art. Oh, it was sexy art. We have pulp. Oh, pulp was comics. You know what? Let's start with porn. This is what I wanted to talk about, how weird this is. I have a lot of thoughts about this. And I, we're going to get very candid in this conversation because I have a lot of questions. Oh. Because I was never a young man. There you go. So you Miss,
0: go. Miss Grundy. Who is married. Hey. (laughs) Has she mentioned this to you? Have you heard? She has a husband she is married to.
1: I am thinking this husband is non-existent. I'm
0: starting to wonder. Her (laughs) husband goes to a different school and you just haven't met him. Right. He's
1: in Canada, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Weird how that works.
0: She hosts a writer's (laughs) workshop after school for all the horniest teens.
1: This is so inappropriate, this whole thing. Like, at first, I was like. The patriarchy oh. would never
0: let her get away with any of this shit.
1: Yeah, so she's like, they're reading Howl by Allen Ginsberg, and it's chill until Miss Grundy starts making it weird.
0: She's like, now let's talk about sex.
1: Right. <laughs> um,
0: everybody teaches Archie the word heteronormativity.
1: Yeah, it did. Did that exist in the time period? I
0: I mean, scientifically, I guess that word sure. was possible to exist at that time period. I don't know. Clay, yeah. Clay, is Clay a character or does Clay just walk into rooms and teach people <laughs> things? Because I, right. <laughs> I think Clay is just like a mouthpiece for whatever it needs to be in the scene at any moment and isn't really like a person.
1: Yeah, we need to like give Clay parents. Clay, Clay
0: goes on the shelf right next to Heather.
1: Oh, Heather. And, yeah. and and every
0: other useless relationship people have had in these shows yeah. with The Complete Outsider.
1: Yeah, I think that we need to give Clay a little bit more depth. Give him a backstory. This yeah, is a food. home. Yeah, <laughs> a home. Yes, I guess that would be ideal, number one. It's just like, yeah. what is Clay like?
0: I like everything Kevin likes. Yeah. Oh. Cool.
1: Cool. That's great. Yeah.
0: Because you know we love...
1: Kevin. We love Kevin. <laughs> 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 right. We've always famously adored and respected Kevin.
0: So anyway, everyone wants to tell Archie that these guys had lots of sex with women and men.
1: And this is something they're saying in front of their married teacher. It is so fucking She's weird. She's like
0: pointing at her wedding ring. Yeah, so- like, Don't forget.
1: I'm married and therefore it's okay that I'm talking to you about these yeah, deeply inappropriate- Yeah, this inappropriate. isn't as unhelpful as it could be
0: because I am married.
1: Weird that they bring her back for this, but sure.
0: She's still looking at Archie in a way, yeah, too.
1: It's a little unclear. It's very weird. It's like,
0: she has Betty, Clay, and Archie in the room. And Betty and Clay are like, we love reading. We love talking about this yeah. stuff. We know these people. Let's discuss. And Miss Grundy's like, Archie, what do you think?" And he's like, good book.
1: <laughs> Archie, my little silly, silly I like, lamb.
0: Um, who's the Pete Davidson character from SNL that all the women are obsessed with? And he's like, okay.
1: I can't think of it. But I love Pete Davidson. He's great. Yes. Big fan.
0: So, uh, later, after a bunch of things in another (laughs) storyline, Julian enters the locker room telling Archie and Richie that he got a projector to watch a skin flick. Some old school porn on film at home. And if they pay him $2, he will give them the the projector and the film reel.
1: Okay. So... You know what's weird? This whole thing. So he was going to have people come over to his house and watch this? Your different plot? That's
0: in burlesque. Uh, okay, we're talking cool, about cool. the point where he has his own projector.
1: OK, yes. We're, and and yeah. the
0: film reels. OK,
1: so now we'll talk so about So he
0: watched him. one at home later.
1: OK, so at least in this case, he's giving it to other people so that they are ostensibly alone watching this thing which is less weird than what i thought they were doing i just want to get real clear
0: real fast if you think that the male experience you want to talk to me about is watching porn with my friends i didn't do that that
1: i didn't think you did (laughs) i didn't think anyone did that was my thing i was like is this because it's every show it's every single show this is a thing where it's like there's an episode of degrassi like season one where toby and jt Get together specifically to do this. And I was like, what? Why would you want to do that? Like, I understand maybe sharing a link or something, you know? But like, why? Would you, you Generationally. Like, yes.
0: These people are in 1955. Uh-huh. So they can't send each other a link.
1: Right. Because of computers. Right. right. Computers don't exist. <laughs> sure.
0: There are no magazines.
1: Right. Because they burn them all.
0: They don't exist yet.
1: And they're fake. Yes. Well there was the same. There's like some
0: underground ones sure. maybe but like sure. a- hard to find. A film reel like that would probably be more valuable and in that time period sure. I would understand why you might have a short period of time to have it <laughs> in your hands and you would want to share that experience with your boys.
1: Yeah, it feels weird though.
0: Of course it does.
1: It feels weird. I'm yeah. Cool.
0: As time went on, that all got extremely privatized. Right. (laughs)
1: That was my question. I was like, that's, I just, shout out all all of our listeners who were live during this time. I'm curious if you've experienced this. And you know what? Actually, don't tell me. Yeah,
0: you're talking... If, if they were alive at that
1: age at the time, right.
0: they're in their 70s or 80s right and now. And I don't need to know. And if they're listening to this podcast...
1: There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. We don't need I to know. I have been
0: watching the season thinking, <laughs> like, when the Riverdale Writers Room heard that the CW audiences were all 65 years old, did they, like, really take that to heart?
1: Wait, kind of. Because, like, every reference
0: sense. now, I'm like okay, I got to look up Jack Kerouac and <laughs> William Burroughs. Uh. Right. That
1: is interesting, actually. <clears throat> it's funny because, like, my grandpa was talking about the movie The Tingler. Like, he's always talked about the movie The Tingler. Yes, I and know.
0: It, we brought this up. Right, and it you came up. You were very excited.
1: I was like, finally, something I can, uh, like, relate to my grandpa about yes. from the show Riverdale.
0: But, like, Weird. at the same time, it's not like you can recommend your... Grandpa, watch no. just the final season of Riverdale because <laughs> he's going to have questions and those questions are insane to answer. Right. those
1: questions are too much. Well,
0: you see, there was this comet.
1: It's this whole thing, there's this guy. There's
0: a multiverse, right?
1: It's very confusing.
0: <laughs> anyway, now we're in River Bale. River Bale. So Archie and Reggie excitedly tell each other they're going to become men tonight.
1: Mm. I feel like this happens a lot with them.
0: So uh, they grab their seats in the garage to watch porn together, as you do. Apparently. Uh, but it's two men oiling up and wrestling. The performances here are excellent. <laughs> just to be clear, they're killing it.
1: Right. Great job.
0: Archie, Arch, KJ is Archie is just like,
1: hey, what is this? I, if, is there going
0: to be a girl here soon?
1: I, there's a lot of things about Archie in this episode that I'm like, I think we already learned this, Archie. <laughs> I think we already had this whole coming, uh, you know, realization moment. Right. Like when he's like, "I think Kevin and Clay might be also- gay." Get- yes. What did you think that whole thing was earlier in this season? Duh. <laughs>
0: Does is is it like what saves the world at the end of the series is just Archie finally has sex? Like that's the mo- oh no, wait, he has sex oh. in this episode. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah, very tricky.
0: Um. Anyway, uh, they shot "Dang Nabbit." This is one of Kevin and Clay's wrestling videos. Yeah, yeah, they, they just, like so much. They just
1: love wrestling.
0: Uh, but they, but they, but they, uh, they don't, they don't turn it off.
1: No, they, they don't just, turn it off.
0: They just keep watching.
1: So I guess we were right about the sexual tension between Reggie and Archie.
0: It's real.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel more sane but, than I've ever felt in the season of Riverdale.
0: But. If we're not following up on Betty and Veronica, you can bet your ass oh, this we're is not following up on oh, no. Reggie and Archie.
1: It was fun while it lasted.
0: The boys lay uh, in their separate beds and discuss film. <laughs> uh, Reggie's like, wait, are Kevin and Clay like that? And Archie's like, I think so. There might have been an episode where I confirmed <laughs> that, but there's literally no way to check. <laughs> But Archie is like, I just heard about this thing on TikTok. I mean, in my writer's workshop, <laughs> that you could be in between straight and gay.
1: Crazy. Crazy. And, uh,
0: then they both run off to take cold showers and not act on their obvious thoughts.
1: Really weird. Just one smooch. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them.
0: Uh, so they run into school and throw Julie against the lockers for what he did.
1: Yeah, turning them on.
0: And he says, what? Aren't you in love with each other? He's right. Well, He's yeah. actually really pers... pers-
1: perceptive perceptive Thank absolutely you. absolutely very perceptive man
0: he admits he has a real one a <laughs> guy with two girls and when he hands it to them archie puts an arm around reggie <laughs> and they walk off together
1: how dare you claim that me and reggie are in love with each other come boyfriend <laughs> you yes. have to leave
0: <laughs> oh yeah don't you dare speak to my boyfriend <laughs> like that ever again <laughs> miss grundy married (laughs)
1: mrs (laughs) Mrs. grundy we should be saying
0: checks back in with the young writers (laughs) she said he couldn't sleep after reading the poem uh but fears that he can't write because he's such a square
1: Uh uh-huh yes
0: and clay's like i just got this note from the writer's room they want me to tell you to be open to trying new things (laughs) with different people or groups of people. That'll be important later.
1: <laughs> this is such a weird plot. And then <laughs> and then
0: and then Miss, Mrs Miss Grundy asks if he's ever seen the sunrise after staying up all night. Because she does that with her husband all the time and it's transcendent.
1: Never before have I believed that someone is in a relationship less. <laughs> Ever. I actually think that he might be dead and she might be imagining him. She
0: killed him, right? Yeah, that's What was the vibe. deal with the man in her past in season one? Like, there was a bad man that she was running from and yes. that's why she had a gun.
1: Yes, that was a whole thing. That I used to think that Miss Grundy's husband was going to be the person who killed Julian Blossom, thinking it was Archie. Like, that was, like, the whole thing. And that wasn't a
0: bad thought, no. thinking back on it now.
1: No, it would have made sense. would have... Yeah, changed a lot of things, but
0: would have been deeply personal instead of being about, I guess, the bigger things they want to say. Right?
1: But... Yeah. Still so think it was kind of a good theory, though.
0: It's porn o'clock. Yeah. And Archie and Reggie can't wait to watch a threesome together. Cool. But the film burns up. Ugh,
1: I'm showing sure you hate when that happens. I mean,
0: Julian's gonna be pissed. Yeah. Reggie screams. He screams.
1: <laughs> what We're... are we gonna do now? I'm too horny. That I. <laughs> This is a weird episode. <laughs> Archie's like, I'm so horny too. Oh my god. The convenient thing is this town has everything. It has its own comic book store. It has its own, well, one single diner. And it also has a whorehouse. It has, one, it Can has you a say whore- that? room. Whore room. <laughs> whorehouse, I'm sorry, that seemed offensive. It was... It was like, but I meant it in like the cheeky, cute way, like best little whorehouse in Texas. If,
0: if, if y'all didn't remember, uh, there was a woman named Trila Twist who lives yes. in a motel behind the school and loves to sleep with teen boys.
1: Yeah, she's a, a sex worker and normally I'd be like, that's great, like live your life, she's make got your a, money. And
0: But like she's got like, a, like an attitude about it. That's yeah, like, it's weird. I'm not in it for the money.
1: <laughs> right, right. You don't even need to pay. I'm
0: in it for the sex with young boys.
1: Right, and that's bad. And I feel uncomfortable about that.
0: So uh, she invites them both in at the same time, and they meekly do so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that this is a good thing for teenagers of 17 at most. This feels not... Great! Don't forget,
0: this is the same woman Julian lost his virginity to.
1: Yeah, this feels icky. It's I, it gross. feels bad. Yeah, it feels like protect the children a little bit in this case. I don't know. It's it's like
0: this is so such a weird statement. I like the idea of Archie and Reggie having a threesome together. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like as like a, the straight boy version of of being intimate with each other. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, I do feel like there are other options than Twilight Twists, the sex worker.
1: It feels like Veronica.
0: I feel like Veronica would have been down if yeah. they asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: But no, this is a weird choice. <laughs> like
0: like I it feels like if Veronica picked up the phone and it was Archie and Reggie on their side being like Help, we have boners that won't go away. We need you. <laughs> what she'd weird. be like, Ooh, on my way. Like, she'd be excited to hear that.
1: She would have a very weird statement to make. Like, she'd have a
0: line. Yeah, for sure. She would
1: have a line. She would probably be there.
0: She would show up.
1: Yeah. Whether she would do it actually is a whole other thing. I feel like there would be something stopping her eventually, but like, she would. Something ar-
0: would eventually get in her way. Yeah. For sure.
1: And it is weird that I wonder if they were like, we can't taint those characters by like doing that. We must I mean, pay a guest star. Doing <laughs> like...
0: this at all feels quietly revolutionary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. a uh... like,
0: To see this on any of these shows is pretty crazy.
1: I mean, look, I don't hate the spotlight. It's just so fucking weird. It's just a weird, it's just a weird. It's a weird way
0: in. It's yeah. a weird way out. Right,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Archie and Reggie watch the sunrise together. And Archie tells Reggie he loves him, and Reggie says it back. And, and in that weird. scene, it's beautiful.
1: I love it. I love it. And then they see Miss Grundy, and no one watching the sunrise in the distance. So that's weird. <laughs> uh,
0: Miss Grundy with a uh, human-sized pillow next to her, <laughs> and she waves at them. She's over by the by He's the river, you know, poet. having a picnic. <laughs>
1: He writes poems. He writes- you haven't read any of them. <laughs> you guys to another school.
0: Where are we going next? Burlesque. Burlesque? Big one.
1: Yeah. Let's just do burlesque, John.
0: Let's do burlesque. So that that confusion about Julian, is happening here? Yeah, Julian yeah. tells all the boys he has a stag film. Uh, a movie with naked women.
1: Uh, and
0: everybody is invited <laughs> to come watch together. Julian's like... This is what boys do. This is what friendship is.
1: I have no real friends, please. I'm just reaching out.
0: He makes, there's a really weird line in the episode where he's like, fags, come on. I know you need this since your girlfriend's locked up, but held captive by nuns. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, help her.
1: She needs help. What it's, are we doing? It's not today. That's a problem for a different day. When
0: are we going to help, Midge?
1: Not in this episode. This episode is full of other things. <laughs>
0: He asks Kevin and Clay for the projector at the Baby Lion, and Kevin's like, we want to come. Why?
1: (laughs) They want to be a part of things.
0: It's like, listen, just because we're not into women doesn't mean we don't want to watch porn with all of the boys.
1: (laughs) Right. It's a bonding activity.
0: Veronica catches Kevin and Clay stealing the projector, and she tells them they can watch their wrestling films after closing.
1: This is a weird thing also, because that's their place of work. Yeah That's a business And
0: And It's where she was sleeping For a while
1: Yeah It's just a little bit weird
0: When they explain The real reason Why they're still In the projector Veronica reveals uh, That she's romanticized The men's spaces (laughs) Where they watch These kinds of movies With cigars And hot toddies And you know Obviously she's Definitely into women Uh, So she invites Everybody and Betty To come watch In the theater
1: Yeah So I think Veronica Has this like Weird fantasy in her head That like she just wants to be like a mob boss. She every-
0: wants to be like one of the
1: boys. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> like, but
0: also she wants to be ravished by a man. Very like, strange. It's the Riverdale premiere of The Wedding Night. And the woman in the video comes out and she looks familiar.
1: Oh no. And Betty
0: yells for the whole movie to stop because it's Polly in the movie. The first time you're seeing 50s Polly.
1: Now here, here is where I think Betty fucked up. She like screams, that's my sister. You... You created
0: an interest.
1: (laughs) Right. You could have just not said that. You could have turned off the projector. You could have... I disagree.
0: I feel in that moment...
1: She was just afraid. If
0: she yelled, stop that poor woman, everyone would have been like, Betty, why are you here? (laughs) Why did you come tonight? What did you think was going to happen?
1: Well, I guess everybody would know. The
0: only level of like, don't let this continue any further is like, we know this person personally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess if they're already seeing it, they probably know Polly. You know, some of them know Polly. Who's to say? Yeah.
0: I don't know these guys. Right. Do they know
1: Polly? It's unclear. Polly's like so old. Archie
0: like turns to someone's like, who's
1: Polly? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Your next door neighbor? <laughs> yeah, who knows?
0: Well, Betty hasn't seen Polly in years, as she tells Veronica. That's
1: what really tripped me up. How old is Polly? Because she's a junior, right? Or it, Betty's a junior. Right. So Polly is at least two years older than her. Yeah.
0: But it's been years. You know how people say I was today years old? Short. It's that energy. She's years older than Betty.
1: Okay. It's been time.
0: Yes. Cool. And now it's a different time. And now it's different. And everyone's a little bit different. (laughs) Uh, Betty had been told that Polly was a Broadway dancer. So she calls her sister. Polly says she doesn't do those films anymore. But she does do burlesque. And Betty's parents know this. (gasps)
1: Gasp.
0: Betty tells Veronica that Polly's stage name is Polyamorous.
1: Clever. It's a
0: pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for her, right? Right. Uh, That's
1: another term Clay could define. And for Veronica's everyone.
0: like, I am a huge fan. So Veronica <laughs> loves burlesque performers.
1: I think there was a thing with this before. And
0: it's I... like maybe I don't understand what burlesque is, or okay. maybe. The ideas of burlesque have so seeped into pop culture in these ways, where I'm like, sure. this doesn't feel any more or less sexual than what I get from a lot of pop music or ballads. Yeah. You, well, now... Especially ballads. Like, when, when, when Polly sings her song later, I'm like, any, any woman in, a, in, a, in an incredible gown singing right. feels like this to me.
1: Yeah. This well, doesn't
0: feel specifically burlesque.
1: Well, it's like Taylor Swift at her heiress tour wears, like, a bodysuit that's, like, sparkly that is pretty much, like, shows less er, than this.
0: I, I feel very confident that if this were modern day, Veronica would be a huge fan of drag queens.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and not burlesque dancers. And that, I'm like, that's the math. I'm, I'm like, I'm like solving in my head. It's like burlesque equals drag queen for this to make sense to me.
1: Well, I think Veronica likes anything like sexy and kind of underground. Yes. So that's why she's this like, I have never seen one, but I love it.
0: So uh, Polly meets Betty at Pomp's for the film. She says that she was hoodwinked into filming that by a think. Mm-hmm. Then she saw a performer named Gypsy Rose Lee do Burlesque And thought Your share And I'm uh, Sonny Bono I,
1: uh, No from the movie Burlesque Oh right That makes sense Your share,
0: I'm Christina Aguilera
1: Exactly yes Yeah <laughs> Sonny and chair, I don't know
0: <laughs> Their parents don't know about The uh, the porno
1: Which is probably for the best
0: Probably for the best But did walk out Of a polyamorous show
1: That's so sad Cause there's really She's just singing a song Right the she's not even Naked Doing anything No You know.
0: She's like the real good ones don't have to take off their clothes. And I'm like, oh, oh,
1: okay, all right, sure. If you say so. That doesn't feel true either, but she okay. could have just said
0: standards and practices wouldn't allow it. Right,
1: exactly. I cannot actually be naked here.
0: Alice is lying about her, and Polly's just kind of over it. She's yeah, like, I'm not going back to that house. See, she went. You no shouldn't contact. either. And Betty invites Polly to meet Veronica, her
1: girlfriend, who right, her, Veronica doesn't know anything Veronica's about. Seeing someone else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Polly's about to go on a European tour. Cool. And she tells Betty and Veronica that she's engaged.
1: I don't believe either of those things, but I suppose they're true because I think the show wants us to believe they're true.
0: I'm I'm engaged to Miss Grundy's husband.
1: Right, right, exactly. She's really real. Really real, for sure.
0: She might as well be like, I'm about to turn into a phone. (laughs) Goodbye. So she assures Betty that Betty will be invited to the wedding. Not only will Betty be invited to the wedding, she's going to be the maid of honor.
1: Oh, thanks for letting me know now
0: yeah Veronica interrupts to say she wouldn't be Veronica Lodge if she didn't ask somebody <laughs> to work during their vacation
1: it's so true Veronica's <laughs> the worst it's awful
0: so. she's like How, what if you performed tonight at the baby line with no prep girls only
1: <laughs> she's making money any which way she can mm-hmm. and I appreciate that
0: and they're like maybe mom would even come and Polly makes his face like why would you even
1: Right. No. no
0: one wants that no one wants that Remember last week when Betty was like, I love you, Mom.
1: Yeah, no, not so much. No. That's, this week
0: she's like, I regret ever fucking saying that.
1: Yeah, these episodes probably should have been flipped for something. Like they don't even growth. know each other. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird.
0: Betty returns home to talk to Alice. She invites her to see Polly perform.
1: It's not happening. Alice,
0: an incredible run of thought. <laughs> uh, Alice never would have told Betty the truth about Polly uh and when betty wants her to reconnect with her daughter alice says uh, that it's debasement for dirty old men and betty's like it's just for girls and she's like uh, i don't care if it's the virgin mary it's not even about any individual beliefs or, or, no. or religion yeah. or anything like that it's just personal
1: yeah alice sucks
0: it's just she's the worst and yeah. i hate her exactly yeah i don't even want her to have a redemption arc i just don't like her
1: yeah, they're not really doing a great job of redeeming her. There's, and there's no
0: deeper level I want to support here. No,
1: four episodes left. I'm like, it's
0: not even like, oh wow, she makes great breakfast. It's like nothing.
1: <laughs> well, do you think she's secretly in a cult and working for the FBI or something? That'd be incredible. <laughs> at the end of the series, is like, I'm
0: actually a time agent. We got to get you all to the present right now.
1: <laughs> actually, that would be really. Interesting. If it was like I had to give you something to fight against, Betty, so you would bend the moral arc of the universe towards justice, and then and they you all did just it. start
0: kicking her. <laughs> Shut up,
1: Alice! God damn it! God, we can't stand you.
0: So it's all girls—the baby line—and Polly gets her series best moment. She's in the dress, her hair is all cool, Amazing. she's singing the song, and then Betty's like, "What if this were my moment?" <laughs> and all of a sudden, cuts and Betty is Polly. Sometimes Remember dark
1: Polly. Or dark Betty. dark Betty, and we were hoping dark Betty was just Polly. And but then, then they're like, no. no,
0: Polly's actually light Betty. Right, exactly. No, Polly is somehow Betty without all of the interesting stuff we added to Betty.
1: Right, exactly. Very strange, but she was pregnant. So
0: until she wasn't.
1: Until she wasn't. She, she had, had them. Betty. <laughs> I have them, Betty. That happened so long ago, and it, every so often it just pops into my brain, and I laugh.
0: Alice sings to herself about how much her children don't love her.
1: Yeah. I wonder why. Bummer times. Yeah. If only
0: you didn't do all those things you did.
1: Right. Right. See, well, can't, can't do too much introspection. Just gotta move on.
0: <laughs> Veronica is... <laughs> it must be the children who are the problem. It's fine. It's, who cares? Veronica is intrigued. Polly didn't have to show much skin.
1: This is the one thing that bothers up that is a little bit weird because it does seem to be like making the claim that you can be a burlesque dancer and you can, um, it's totally okay to show your body in that way and that if that's how you wanna make money, that's more than acceptable. And if that's something you love to do, we love it. And then they kind of, like, go, like... But if you're really
0: good, you don't even have to do that.
1: Right, exactly. It's kind of like, but that would, you know, don't do that if you don't have to, kind it, of a thing. Yeah,
0: the, the gen, the, not the gender, the politics politics are very weird on this yeah, show. Yeah,
1: it's like, uh, well, like, you know.
0: Like, obviously, the idea of Riverdale and Archie Comics is deeply conservative. It's just so old that it naturally comes out that way.
1: But yeah, but, the, but
0: they're also not. always striving to be woke in the comic books and the show, so it just like ha- it like creates this like weird middle ground.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like here, like what if the Polly classic was... small
0: town America that also loves the loves everyone who's marginalized and they all live there happily, you know?
1: Yeah, it was, it, I wonder why they didn't just say Polly's naked, and we didn't see it.
0: Right, we could have just cut away from that, yeah. and that.
1: and maybe it was great for her to show her body and like, oh, I love. Polly being naked I don't know I don't know how you would frame that
0: that would be great if that was Veronica being like yeah I just loved seeing you naked and yeah. just, oh, that was great <laughs> that
1: was great and I made everybody pay money for it I guess that would be a reason though to not have your mom there I think uh, <laughs> like... that would have been a harder sell right she'd be like I don't actually want to see that and I feel like it's weird if you keep pushing that
0: I don't want to make assumptions about women, but I also feel like that audience was more likely to be having a good time if there wasn't a naked woman.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Like,
0: like women supporting burlesque in the time period, I I don't know. I don't know anything about that, if that is normal, if that's out of the ordinary. I have no idea. It feels a little shocking to me from the outside to so get like a full gang of high school girls and be like, woo, burlesque, let's see it.
1: I'm trying to think if I've been to a burlesque show that's like actually like just burlesque. I've been to like pole shows and stuff like that and like strip clubs, but like I've been to like kind of a lot actually. <laughs> You've done the
0: strip clubs, but not the burlesque. Yeah, I don't
1: think, I don't think I've ever been somewhere that's like this is a burlesque show. When Maybe. I saw
0: um, Absinthe, which is kind of like a burlesque circus. Oh, thing yeah, right? yeah. Here and it's in Vegas now. It was just kind of like a sexier circus.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 I've definitely seen But struck... like, I
0: didn't see naked people at that show.
1: I've only seen naked people at like clubs. <laughs> so it was only like a one time thing when I was like 18. And I was like, oh, uh, it feels like weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we were there. I was like, this feels weird. It was like somebody's birthday or something. I was like, uh, and it was. Not my personal thing. I like poll shows, but like fully nude poll is like weird, I think. Anyway, that's my opinion about that. It's not weird or bad. It's just like not something I necessarily want to like engage in. I don't know.
0: Polly encourages Betty to go for whatever it is she loves, no matter what anybody says. And you may think that's Veronica. It's not. <laughs> in fact, what she loves is hating Alice. Right, of course. So Alice presumes Polly has left town, which is correct. Betty tells her how jealous she is of her sister. Alice tells her she isn't in the mood.
1: Mm. Betty asks when
0: will Alice stop harming this family? Basically, Betty uh, goes in on her mother, promises to leave town and follow in Polly's footsteps bear all.
1: So, do you think that she means this or is she just like she her? She wants Alice to slap her.
0: She right. goes Alice into slapping her and then the music plays like this is mm-hmm. the most important event to ever happen in their lives even though emotionally she's been slapping betty since episode three this season like this event could have been a cool moment for like a mid-season finale of like Ooh, their relationship will never be the same again. Yeah. But you end every episode with that their relationship will never be the same again thing, and then they just keep going back to business. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is, I uh, I thought it was kind of weird that Betty like smiled when she slapped her. She's
0: like, now I have the power. Yes.
1: Yeah, so no. Yes. Her mom kind of just always sucks.
0: You kind of have nothing though.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Very and strange.
0: Just, and like, Hal's just never home.
1: <laughs> no. And I wouldn't be home if I were Hal either, honestly. <laughs> Although I do like to
0: imagine Hal's like upstairs reading a book, and you just hear something, and he's like. Just keep reading. You know what?
1: It's fine. He could be murdering people and be less sufferable, insufferable than Alice. Just murder
0: Alice, though?
1: <laughs> just just hear me right like out. Or at least just put her elsewhere <laughs> to find a different <laughs> place for Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in a hole, like a... Silence of the Lambs hole for sure, a while. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: You can put in that stuff that makes people dissolve faster. You know the oh, stuff. Yeah.
1: I wasn't thinking that dissolving like her in lie was what he was going to do, um, but maybe. He just
0: puts her in a hole.
1: Just in a hole. Like oh, of the just lamb. leaves her. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed her. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what's nice? No sex bunker this season.
1: No sex bunker. Well, I'm They sure were like, our... that was a
0: weird set that we kept going back to, and it makes sense yeah. to not do it anymore.
1: It's going to be so weird if I rewatch this show, and I'm like, that. That's different now. I just can't
0: imagine myself if I rewatch the show. I'll I'll watch specific episodes. Yeah, definitely not
1: from. Yeah,
0: I can't imagine feeling rewarded from a full series rewatch. What if
1: we just did the podcast a second time? Don't.
0: (laughs) tempt them i
1: know i know the eight listers that's what they want they keep saying they're like i just want you to go back and do the whole thing again and we keep saying please kill us first please no we wouldn't it's fine we're not doing that though don't even think about it don't think about it anyway is that the end of the plot
0: that's the end of that plot
1: okay cool so we go to comics or... Which one do you want? What's the first one? What's the other one? Oh, art. art. Let's
0: do art. Great. This one's real short. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, this, like, I felt like it was barely this a thing. This a real
0: perfunctory storyline. Yeah. So Lizzo, who I must remind you, is an adult <laughs> who hangs out at the high school. because yes. she has no adult friends. Sure, sure, sure. Is like, hey, I'm gay, single, and available. And Cheryl and Tony are like, we're actually dating each other. She's like, Ugh. fuck. All right. Yeah. Um, I have porn if you want that. And gives them an underground lesbian pinup magazine.
1: And that's nice of her, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe somebody should, like, work on getting her a girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. And then she
0: says bye, and we don't see her for the rest of the episode.
1: <laughs> but thank you, Lizzo. Thank, thank you, you. for.
0: And here's your pay. She collects yeah. her check on the way out. Exactly. Does a COVID test.
1: Yeah, health insurance for, uh, for SAG, $26, hopefully. $26,000 is mm-hmm. correct.
0: Tony wants to do a pinup shoot with Cheryl. And once they pick their favorite, Cheryl... Says uh, she'll turn it into an oil painting and they can do it at Thornhouse Chapel. And then they take their pictures. Yeah. And then um, Tony develops their pictures. (laughs) That's a scene. Uh, And then uh, the girls appreciate their pictures. (laughs) And Tony mentions that the magazine even publishes amateur pictures that they want. And Mm -hmm. Cheryl says, I'm sure we won't need that.
1: Right, right, it's fine. Uh,
0: And they choose one to paint. And then Cheryl paints it. And then Penel- Penelope finds it. Oh no! And then Cheryl discovers her painting and photos torn through.
1: So, what did they think was going to happen? What did they think was going to happen? <laughs> like, I'm not where saying- was
0: that going to end up?
1: Right. I'm not saying that this was like a good thing at all. This is a terrible thing, and I'm sad that Cheryl's sad. But like, you could I mean, have you predicted just, like, this. Left it out. Right.
0: On your property.
1: Right. They're like they never go into the your chapel. Your family lives. Yeah. Could have put it under something, a couch. I don't know. Yeah. So many couches.
0: Yes. Also, in the past, Cheryl burned down this house for less. <laughs> That's true. Why? These kids just take every defeat over and over They're again. They're like spoiled again. <laughs> like this is another thing. If they knew about the time travel, they would feel much more at free to tear all of this shit
1: down. Yeah, they really would because nothing would matter. Nothing would matter at the yeah. same time. And I think that actually would have made a way worse storytelling for a show because it would be like That's chaos, a fair point. You chaos, got me there. Yeah, constant chaos. It almost be like season six of Riverdale, for example. Um, like, I guess, but it's like
0: maybe it's my fantasy to like give bad people from the past a piece of my mind. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, and just it.
0: like prove to them how wrong they are. It's a great
1: time to tell you that we're actually time travelers from the year twenty seventy five you are no it's all of us
0: what do you mean all of us all
1: of us me you stella everybody what so it's just a an- chaos go be chaos oh,
0: oh oh i see
1: go be chaos john you're free i don't know why how
0: are things in 2075
1: bad not not much <laughs> it's worse. the comet isn't it it's the comet yeah you know those aliens that they just announced
0: oh no that we
1: didn't even notice
0: non-human biologics
1: yeah it's like oh that's a big deal. Yeah,
0: that was just kind of like an under the breath thing in a, yeah. in a in a meeting.
1: Cool, cool. I've been like so outraged about Ariana Grande and her new boyfriend that the aliens barely registered, honestly. Well,
0: it's like, what are we supposed to do with that?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: everyone online is like, why are everyone freaking out about that? What am I supposed to do with the fact that my government right. revealed they didn't tell me aliens exist? Right. Like, now I'm like, oh, great. Now I know they haven't told me anything else right right that's fair that's uncool of them yeah because if aliens did exist and were chill i feel like it would be a cool thing to tell everybody
1: yeah i think i don't think anybody is actually even freaking out at all and it's weird it is weird it's like yeah that's true what are we supposed to do about it no it's okay Bummer. But I, I would love yeah. to
0: be in space meeting aliens.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't know if I yeah. care that much about The them, dream weirdly. is
0: like the Star Trek effect of like the meet the minute they meet aliens, they're like, oh, oh, we should get this shit together. And like yeah. they clean up earth and stop doing money and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. And, but like, that's like contact, right? We haven't had first contact with aliens something has crash landed on Earth and I've always believed there's life on other planets. So that's not that Right, it's not that weird. It's the moment when like, you know, when you turn on NBC and it's like the aliens are here. That's the moment that will change things for people.
1: Did I ever tell you about my experience watching Mars Attacks when I was a child?
0: You might have and I might have forgotten it because I never saw Mars Attacks.
1: So in Mars Attacks, it's it's a comedy. It's like a parody of 50s sci-fi movies. Sure. But I didn't know that because I was I was literally like four years old when I begged my dad to take me to see this movie. And my dad did take me to see this I mean, movie. This is on,
0: this is on your father for not showing you the requisite 50s horror. Right, and, of course. Movies.
1: I mean, it was also just probably a bad idea to take me to see this movie in the first place, but... Isn't it, the movie also bad? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, bad. Great. Yeah. So, but the beginning of it is the aliens come to Earth and they have this big like celebration like, oh, welcome to Earth. And then the aliens like get there and just like eviscerate everyone, turn them into skeletons. And I like ran out of the theater. I was really upset. I was like, I can't believe that this movie. I can't believe Mars attacks. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I can't believe this is what happened. How
0: could they do that to me? (laughs) I trusted them.
1: Yeah, it was really traumatic. It was really scary, and for years I was so upset. And then I realized, like, other people had the same experience, being like traumatized by this film. But it really was in the title; it was right there. You
0: you it were was... asking for it. You yeah. were begging for it. I was
1: I was begging my dad to take me to see this movie, and he probably was just like, I sure, sure whatever. Like, man. I don't want to go see like. I don't even know. A *Hunchback of Notre Dame* again, like yeah. actually, that's a pretty good movie. I feel like It's better
0: than *Mars Attacks*. Yeah,
1: that's true. It was a great film, and that's for adults. Those Disney Renaissance
0: movies are pretty good. Yeah, you
1: know? no, definitely. That was my favorite. If I were an adult, way.
0: I would have been pleased to be in that era of kids' yes. movies. Yeah, exactly. It's very a mature. struggle these days.
1: Yeah. Well, hmm, what did I see recently? It was a kids' movie. I, I haven't seen a lot of kids' movies. It's like they're either really great or very, very average. Anyway, *Riverdale*.
0: Yeah, so Penelope did that.
1: Penelope did that.
0: Cheryl returns to Tony and asks if she still has the negatives. And then says, we need to shut my parents up and shut them down.
1: And And I'm like, just say you're going to put them in the magazine. Right, exactly.
0: Clearly...
1: And also, what will that do for you? It's an
0: underground lesbian magazine. Right. The only way your parents find it is if you leave it out there for them to find. Right.
1: What is this? There has to be another part of the plan, but like, what is the plan? Anyway. Here's
0: the plan. You got to become a world famous musician. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. Then your pregnant girlfriend's parents will love you. That's right. And it'll be great. And then, and
0: only then will you have the capability to get her out of the place secured by old nuns.
1: Right, right, right. He'll There's the a secret f- passage. he will play the best rock show for those nuns. It would have
0: been so good if for these episodes, it's like, what's Spang's doing? He's digging a secret tunnel. <laughs> right, time.
1: <gasps> and then that tunnel is the same on tunnel. That's yeah, that's
0: beautiful. That would have been great.
1: That's a really good idea. I,
0: I think, know. I know, right?
1: I think they're done with that. I should run. write TV. <laughs> they're done writing this show, though. God damn it. No, sorry.
0: Fieldstone shows Jughead oh sorry we're over at pulp now we are at pulp cool right we're, cool, cool. we're, we're getting some pulp comics yeah Fieldstone shows Jughead a letter from the patriarchy they've written a comic book code to censor their content like the Hayes code yeah uh and if y'all don't know what the Hayes code is or was it's a bummer yeah there's a period <laughs> in Hollywood where they just had like morality rules for like what could be in movies and tv so there was a period of time where Every couple in, in everything slept in separate beds. That's so funny. You know, as like an element of the Hayes Code or like, I don't know, you couldn't show blood or violence to certain degrees. It they was were, very controlling. It was very restrictive. People didn't like it.
1: Well, there's also like, have you ever seen a movie where um, like a, there's like two people like kissing or just like sitting next to each other on a couch and then all of a sudden there's a train. Like they cut away to like an image of a train going into a tunnel.
0: Oh, that's the Hayes Code? That's like... <laughs> that's like them implying sex. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: got it. Funny. Gross. Yeah.
0: So they're going to have a sit-down meeting, and Fieldstone wants Jughead with him, because he's a main character. Right. You're a series regular. i got to have you in the room. Well, it be weird if it was just Mr. Fieldstone. <laughs> it would be, Fieldstone. <laughs> be very strange to cut to Mr. Fieldstone meeting alone with the Patriarchy. <laughs> Is it? Does it also seem weird that Mr. Fieldstone isn't in the patriarchy? Because he looks just like those guys.
1: Those people look exactly the same, and it is very confusing. I like can't picture Mr. Fieldstone without him. I have to wonder if he's saying. got
0: like a secret, if he's like secretly gay or something. something like, it just feels like he looks exactly like those guys. He's similarly gruff, and the only yeah. difference is they're attacking his job. And, like, if they weren't coming for him specifically, he probably wouldn't be fighting to protect anybody. But
1: that's a lot of people, I think, which is interesting. Yeah, it is so, interesting. You know.
0: So Jughead goes to Veronica for help.
1: Plastic J She's and talking about B- how Veronica they're is.
0: banning the words horror and terror. They're outlawing stories with gore, bloodshed, and depravity, and lust, but not defining those terms. It's about She suggests that Jughead and Fieldstone write up a counterproposal that's very clear so that maybe they'll be open to it. At the meeting, Jug and Fieldstone open by kind of telling them their rules violate the First Amendment and this is censorship. I actually like the, the First Amendment line so like, you think this counts as free speech? <laughs> it's like, buddy, it's all free speech. Yeah. You don't get to decide. So they counter with a rating system, print on the covers. K for kid, T for teen, A for adult. Comic books don't have that.
1: Interesting. They don't have ratings? I
0: think there is a rating system on them i would have to have one in front of me to actually notice it because i've never really noticed it
1: and you've never been denied from buying comic
0: books to be honest i've never really sought out like you know most comic book stores most comic books especially superhero comic books kind of have a have a code anyway okay there are imprints there's um the dc black label or marvel max are like r-rated superhero comic books
1: more violence yeah
0: but like also usually if it's something more intense they'll sell it as like a graphic novel
1: okay so that's and that's
0: usually something that will be more attractive to an adult buyer than a young buyer
1: so what would like the killing joke from batman be because that's there's like some stuff in there that's like pretty violent yeah
0: i didn't read that until i was a teenager and i would say that Would probably fall into more of that category okay i can't can't. it's so crazy i've been reading comics my whole life and i can't point to a single time i've been like oh the rating on this comic
1: yeah interesting
0: but also i feel like maybe maybe it's not like this for kids reading comics today felt like comic books really grew up with me yeah like as i was reading them they just naturally got more mature at the same rate i did
1: i wonder if you were were you maybe attracted to more mature things
0: like When I was really young, reading Justice League comic books, I did... It wasn't, like, modern Justice League comic books. My dad had these hardcover maroon collections of, like, Silver Age Justice League comic books. So I was reading stuff from the 60s anyway, which was tightly controlled in that sense. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, maybe moon girl and devil dinosaur which is like the marvel comic for kids right now is like beloved by kids at the same time that they can have the punisher coming out and being you know more intense and there are some wolverine comics that are like yeah he's murdering guys page after page
1: that's fun yeah totally couldn't do that in this episode
0: not with these men around
1: not with these men around and this was
0: again before the superhero boom in comic books so that's yeah so it, strange it's for me it's
1: weird to think about this not in the context like they were, of superheroes
0: there were guys uh uh there were captain america existed five yeah. world war ii superman batman wonder woman i think all existed when did spider-man point. exist 60s
1: oh that's honestly earlier than i thought yeah
0: he comes into play in the 60s and a lot of the more recognizable characters hit in the 60s that's cool. Marvel doesn't become Marvel until the 60s. They have a different name earlier in their history.
1: I think I know it. If you tell me what it is. Wait.
0: But it's, I thought you just said you think you know
1: no, it. No, I think I know it. I can't remember. No, tell me what it was.
0: Timely Comics.
1: No, I did not know it. And their first no. guy
0: was the Human Torch. Okay. But That's, not from the Fantastic Four. I was going to say. He's a robot. Good for him. He, turns, he lights on fire when he touches oxygen.
1: That's everywhere.
0: And he fought Nazis with Captain America... And Submariner, the bad guy from Black Panther too.
1: I'm gonna be honest, it seems um, like if these superheroes were around in World War II, that we things would have just kind of ended real fast. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Especially the Superman stories. Right. Where he's like in Japan destroying their boats. And it's like, wow, thank God Superman was here to right. just win the war.
1: Right. It was like, this should have been over very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wild.
0: Yeah. Well, in, in the comics, that's why very quickly the Nazis also have Superman.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's both ways. So not just terrible destructive yes bad time
0: the adults say that a rating system would only make comic books more desirable sure and that the children must be protected they're like from what and, none you clear. know basically whatever they want yeah and the meeting was not a negotiation it was a formality because lucky for that <laughs> everybody else in the production chain already agreed to their terms so they really don't have a choice over at pep comic books a bummer if they leave town, does that mean the sign can't say the town with Pep?
1: Oh my like god, it's Pep just put that together. That's why it's called Pep Comics. Yeah. That's not what they meant originally, but that makes sense. That's yeah. funny. Just realized that. Wow. So. Okay.
0: Jughead checks back in with Veronica.
1: Hey, they're and a thing. He's
0: screwed unless they follow the rules. She promises he wasn't naive for trying and they will figure something out together. And then they realize she just said that. (laughs) And it's night and they're in her house (gasps) and the fire is going and it's just the two of them.
1: Oh my God. It's back
0: on, baby. They kiss.
1: They kiss. Like, I realize that we've seen this scene before in a trailer. Oh yeah? And I thought that it already happened. But no. Interesting. Interesting. I love them together. I ship it. They can end up together. Where is Tabitha, however? <laughs> Where is she? She left. She doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, I think she's just gone. She might just be gone. Yeah, which is sad. I think
0: we're going to get Josie before the series
1: ends, though. Yes, we are because I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was great. Oh, she's in next week's episode. She's in next week's episode. Why
0: are you watching these trailers before? You know I we know. do them here now. What are you I doing? know I
1: meant to not, but then I saw it and How I was are you like, doing? I was curious. I but we're gonna watch it together again right sure yeah okay
0: cool who would you say is miss teen riverdale this
1: week um i'm gonna give it to jughead because he's trying to do a thing and even veronica notices okay yeah okay
0: hmm i'm gonna say miss teen riverdale is julian because he's really trying to put Reg- reggie and archie together right he reggie and archie it. aren't figuring it out no but one day yeah you
1: know they got pretty close you know they went for him than and betty and veronica did technically just saying just a thought <laughs> yeah so veronica's just not a thing huh
0: i guess not
1: that was kind of mean
0: any outfits you want to shout out this
1: week um, I like Cheryl and Tony's little sexy outfits. And, oh, no, I love Polly and Betty's outfits. Yeah,
0: yeah. The dress at the end yeah. was really cool. Amazing. And Polly's hair was extra special.
1: She looks great. Yeah. I hope she's a beautiful bride. We probably will never see her again. Mm, right. <laughs> she's gone. She's gone forever. And we didn't see anybody... Oh, no, Polly. Polly came back. Last yes, guess
0: who's back. back. It's yeah. Polly. It's Polly. Polly is still...
1: Polly, for the
0: most part, Polly is kind of the person we assumed she was, someone who left her mother's house and will never come back.
1: Right, exactly. She escaped. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here we are in the mill. In the mill. Yeah. Is there
1: anything that we can really cling on to?
0: Um. It's going to be difficult to write comic books in
1: this town. Right. Right, that only Jughead kind of seems to care that much about. I don't
0: even know if... I like. I feel like at this point, the relationship drama is like, they all become a polyamorous right. group. Right, it's a polycule. Happy. Like, I feel yeah. like...
1: And they're happy doing that.
0: If, if, if I have a dream for where this show goes next, they all just pick up one morning, they leave. Oh. And they just start a commune in the woods. That sounds great. And they're like, we're the farm. And like, we're the farm. And just to farm. be clear... We are farming. We are <laughs> and actually, they they actually start. Farming. They start. They start growing their own plants, and they live happy lives.
1: That sounds nice. That so sounds like a little like the village, but um, in a nice. No, but way. But in like a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Cute. That sounds fun. Yeah, I really have no rumor mill stuff because I feel like, what is there to analyze? What
0: is. Happening.
1: I don't know. I don't <laughs> Remember know. when
0: there was a murder on the loose, and they were just like, "Yeah, yes. but what if we just kill him, and that, that's that's it? What if that's the end of that? What if yeah. we just kill him?"
1: I keep wondering if we're gonna go back to that, and we are not. So that's so, just. Fine. double check. It is
0: episode seven sixteen. So four to six more episodes.
1: Well, there's twenty episodes left. So what let's... do you
0: mean twenty episodes left? <laughs>
1: 20 episodes left there's 20 episodes no no left. No, no. what do you mean <laughs> riverdale season seven there's 20 episodes total thank you i know no no no. don't worry calm down so riverdale. there's four more
0: episodes
1: four more episodes should we watch the josie one i know
0: i say this every year what are we doing here
1: i you know what john we got four more episodes to find out <laughs> what, 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 what 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 is this it's all gonna come together
0: i used to watch this show called riverdale yeah it was really cool they were like solving crimes right and dealing with societal issues
1: sure they're doing one of those things
0: there was a time
1: (laughs) there was a time before and now it's the 50s and it's different however i think i like it best I think I like it best when See, it's spinning its wheels. No, 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 no,
0: no. I do. Guys, I like guys, guys, no. no way. This is one of my least favorite seasons of the show. Oh, that's
1: so funny. All
0: time. Listen, the dressing's nice. The Individual dressing's so episodes nice. are good. There is no reason to come back week after week. There is no energy. There that is fair. There is nothing. Nothing.
1: Well, there's no thread. There's no thread. Yeah. That's the issue. But I do enjoy... You know why I come back though is because you know we have a but it's not even one
0: (laughs) hundred percent.
1: So I'm back. Yeah, but it's not even
0: like other shows that are episodic will at least do like I just finished season one of The Bear. Yeah, season one of The Bear doesn't have much of a thread either.
1: I yeah, I actually think that's something that I that's a thing I don't like about The Bear.
0: I I think that's a problem with season one. It is, however, eight episodes long
1: and it's quick. And then by
0: season two, there is a thread.
1: Yeah, I think I have to watch season two of the bear to see the thread. Because everybody's like obsessed with it. Okay, well, watched.
0: I'm going to stop you right there. I've seen one episode of season two. Oh, okay.
1: Then, yeah. So there's a thread. And
0: I'm going to continue to watch one episode a day. Okay. So I, I just, I don't want to hear, oh, let's I, talk about season two. Oh, I haven't seen season two. <laughs> oh. So, so then, but why are you saying I need to re-watch season two? Oh,
1: I need to watch season two. Okay. Yeah. And I probably should re-watch season one before I watch season two, because I've forgotten all I don't of think, it. I don't think you need to. Then maybe I'll just watch it.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you need to rewatch any of season one.
1: Okay, I do like that Jeremy Allen White guy though.
0: Great. You know what's cool? He's in all of season two. Oh,
1: that's great. That's good to know. I was hoping he would be back. He is the bear, right?
0: No, I believe the bear is the restaurant.
1: Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. I, knew, I knew that.
0: The titular bear.
1: Yeah, the titular bear, the one that Archie fought.
0: Same bear. Same bear. Same bear. He's getting a lot of good work actually, Crazy. which good reminds me, what are you
1: watching? I am watching. Oh, that's a good question. I The only show I, I just finished, I got a screener, so I watched the finale early so that I can't, like, spoil it too much, was Cruel Summer Season 2, which I really wanted to love because I loved, 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 loved Season 1. Season 2 is not as good, I'm just going to say it, as Season 1 is. I don't hate it. I thought I didn't like it at all, like, the first four episodes, but it grew on me. I just find... The mystery, like, is so much less compelling even though this time it's a murder instead of what it was last time, which was, like, a kidnapping that you already knew who the kidnapper was. You already knew that the person was safe and that the kidnapper was dead. And yet, even though this is, like, a murder or a death, you're still kind of, like the stakes feel so much lower or something, which is weird. Huh. Yeah, but... And no Olivia Holt? No Olivia Holt. Huge step down. Yeah, well, I will say that the actors they have are good. Like, I do really like them. Olivia Holt's great, obviously. She's just...
0: I don't know. She's just got something. She
1: just has something. Absolutely. She But
0: sure. her and Agent Drake could have a show together. Oh,
1: yeah. That'd be wonderful. Just has something. Just something about you. There's it.
0: just something about you.
1: Yeah, I just really... I don't know. It's... I, I'm very curious how... If they can keep up this format Of Cruel Summer Which is three different time periods They jump back and forth between
0: Oh so they're really married to doing it the same way every time
1: Yeah and I kind
0: of messed up Westworld don't you think?
1: I didn't watch enough of Westworld to really make a judgment
0: Westworld was like so proud of themselves For doing this like timeline trick on people in season one And then season two is just straight up like Hey you're in two maybe three timelines And then Do they
1: make it obvious? The plot isn't
0: good It's just spread out you know? And the yeah. audience is just trying to play the game of what time has anything happened, which isn't dramatically interesting.
1: I think that that's... A, okay, so in Cruel Summer, the the idea of the three timelines is that you really... It's almost like you have three different characters in each of the timelines. So when you're watching each timeline, it's like your A story, your B story, your C story. The characters are just going through something so different emotionally in each of the, the storylines that... Like, you're like, oh, like, how did they get from A to B to C? Like, that's, like, the kind of the thing of it. But in this season, I kind of feel like I know how they got. In the first episode, I understand immediately what got them from A to B to C. So you're,
0: like, already trying to get to D.
1: Right, exactly. I'm kind of like, okay, but, like, when do, like, we find out the answer? Um, You know, it's like I... They set it up really quickly, in a way. Um, Like, what the... like. The issue is and in a way they like revealed too much of the mystery and also too little of the mystery at the same time but i do think it like picks up a little bit as it as it gets going um like by the fifth episode i was like okay like i'm i'm curious still so i wish i loved it more because i love the first season but i would watch the third season what about you what are you watching
0: I, I, you know, it's just something I'm really excited for. They finally put out the trailer for the third season of Only Murders in the Building.
1: Yes. And it
0: looks way better than season two.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like
0: season two is fine, but it did feel like a little bit like they were rushed into doing another one without having time to really set a stage. And this one clearly is set later and feels like, like a movie almost of like, this is a sequel. You know, we've done a time jump. We we have a new cast added on. We're gonna be jumping through time with them a little bit, but in the mystery way of like, what was that day like? And then we get a Paul red scene. You know.
1: Yeah, and um, I I like uh that Meryl Streep is like a bad actress. Very funny.
0: Very. She'll cute. be really good at that too, cause she's Meryl.
1: Exactly, cause she's an amazing actress. Did you ever hear? Was it Jennifer Lawrence was on the set of um Don't Look Up with Meryl Streep? And they kept calling her the goat. So they were like, oh, yeah, like, oh, and the goat will go over there. And, like, they met Meryl Streep, like, Grace of all time. Right. And Meryl was just like, oh, yes, the old goat. I'll just go over there. No. And they are like, no, Meryl, did you think we were calling you an
0: old goat? Oh, my God. Imagine. That's so terrible. And
1: she just took it. I just
0: can't imagine Meryl making that assumption. Yeah,
1: she's like, yeah, it's the old goat. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Like, oh, I just
0: can't imagine the horror running through everyone's minds. Like that's what she thinks exactly, we're doing here,
1: <laughs> like really negging Meryl Streep. Fucked up, guys. You
0: already have to cast her as Jonah Hill's mom in that. Oh movie. my god,
1: well that is a loaded job now. Very, very loaded. Oh, the watch trailer. The trailer, trailer.
0: The trailer. I have it right here. Before
1: we talk about Jonah Hill, because can't. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this
0: <gasps> My movie is in your
1: hands, Veronica. Let's so blow the roof off this joint. So it looks um, like Josie and Veronica were friends, maybe why the fuck would Josie want to premiere <laughs> her movie in Riverdale? No what, idea. What the what?
0: what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Well, it's only like 15 minutes away from New York City. Right. Or in right. many hours. You could
0: be in New York City.
1: <laughs> right, right. That's also true. Why do we, what? Unclear. You've given Ron, You Unclear.
0: Josie has the same origin story as Veronica this Oh, season. just what? Just, I'm from California. Right. And it's, it's bad. <laughs>
1: And I ran away from my parents, who were on a TV show. And remember Sierra? I do. Yeah, think
0: what? about her a lot. She did a season of Batwoman. Good for her. Or two. Yeah, because when they recast Batwoman, yeah. all of a sudden they cast a black woman, and they're like, Sierra McCoy equals mom. Right, and perfect. She played Ryan Wilder's surprise rich mom.
1: Oh, I love that. Wasn't happy
0: about discovering the baby she thought she'd
1: given up, gotten rid of uh, was alive. And does she not love her? They come around. They come There's, around. It's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, um, yeah.
1: How great would it be to have a surprise of a rich parent? Surprise, you have a rich parent.
0: That one is uh, Loki really good. Yeah. Everyone just kind of wrote it off from the jump. It's a,
1: yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Over and out, River Vixen.